Hey guys, welcome back to After Practice, where four UF fencers get together each week after practice and discuss their favorite topic of the week. Today, since it's our last episode of this season of After Practice, we decided we would do a little review of our year and like different things since um, that's always fun to do and reminisce on the good times since it's been a long, good year, good run. And I th- we start. I think we're just gonna start with our music. Since Spotify had that little Spotify rap thing, where it kind of tells you all your different like top music, how much you listen to, what you listen to, blah blah blah, and kind of share that. Um, does anyone want to start? Because I don't want to start. Because mine's kind of kind of rough. I mean, I don't mind starting. <laughs> okay, Melissa, take the wheel. So. I guess, um, should I mention how many minutes I listened to? Yeah, we'll yeah, sure. That. So it was like 22,000 minutes. Wow. My top genre was rock. My top artist, well, actually wasn't really surprised to me, was Barnes Courtney. I don't know who that okay. is. <laughs> so he's like a rock artist. Like, yeah, he's a rock artist. His like only album he has, it's more like rock blues kind of-ish. Is he from like modern age or is he old? He's modern age. Oh, okay. He's like a new upcoming kind of thing. He's pretty oh, good. I okay. like Barnes. Yeah, and then second place goes to Declan McKenna. Hey. Hey. We have a twin second place. Really? Yeah. And then third place goes to Haley Blaze, which is this really indie, like, you know my sweater, the blue one? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's her album cover. Oh, okay. Well, not really album, her EP cover. I really mm-hmm. like her music. She's very down low, but I feel like she needs to release more music. She needs to get out there, because I really enjoy her. And then fourth place, Controversial Borns. Ooh. Controversial. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. And then last place was... I'm actually a little embarrassed by that, but it's Fall Out Boy. It's <laughs> <laughs> funny. There's always a place for uh, them in our hearts. And then I'll just mention the top song was um, one from Bourne's Corny, which was Golden Dan Lines. Nice. nice. All right. I'll dive into mine. My top artists, number one was Sufjan Stevens. <laughs> Yikes. <It was> a, <laughs> an emo year, I guess. This is... I mean, I listened to a lot of Sufjan at the beginning of 2018 because I was actually surprised to see it but then I think about the beginning of 2018 and I was listening to a lot of Sufjan uh second one's Declan McKenna just like Melissa yeah because I listened to a lot of him because we saw him in concert I think in February so I was you know hype my third one is Rainbow Kitten Surprise which I'm a little surprised by this one I really don't think I listened to them that much but I listened to them like the entire time I was like in New Zealand over the summer but other than that, I really don't listen to them that much, so I'm a little disappointed, but whatever. My fourth one's Amy Mann, and she just did, like, the soundtrack for one of my favorite movies, which we'll go into later. <laughs> and then my fifth one's Electric Light Orchestra, which is one of my favorite oh, bands, so I'm happy good. with that. And then my top song was Sister Golden Hair, and my top genre was rock, and I listened to 22,040 minutes of music. Okay, so I don't think mine is an accurate representation of my thing because for two reasons. I only just got Spotify Premium like in November, like the week before Thanksgiving. So I've only just started using Spotify to listen to music like while I'm like commuting to places or like outside of like using my computer. And the literally like all these stats that it took is from my two weeks of finals in while I was in Australia which were very hectic energy, and J Balvin released his album that same week, so I just <laughs> listened to that album, like, a lot because it was just, like, just the right amount of... I don't know. I just listened to it a lot, but I guess because I only listened to 6,909 minutes of music on Spotify, and a lot of it were in this, like, very dark <laughs> period of my life. So I guess J Balvin was my top artist for the year, but I literally don't, it was literally just those two weeks where apparently I listened to seven hours of his music. So yeah, this is like really inaccurate. So J Balvin is my top artist. Rich Brian, I actually did listen to a lot of Rich Brian. He's like this, um, he, I found him on Vine originally and then he decided to pursue like a rap career and he's this like Viet, I think he's from Vietnam, Vietnamese rapper. I can't remember if he's from Vietnam or not, but anyway, he's like, Asian first like Asian rapper to make it like big in the U.S. and he's really cool and has lots of cool music so I listened to him a lot this year and then for some reason this band Foolish Boys it's an Australian band I went to their concert while I was in Australia but I actually went to see another band which I listened to way more and I thought would be on my top list but they didn't make it 
So that's kind of weird. And apparently Bad Bunny and Cardi B, <laughs> again, back to those two weeks that were really rough. Uh, okay. um, Bad Bunny. Yeah, and for some reason, my top song is I Like It, but I definitely <laughs> did not listen to that. I don't think I listened to My algorithm is just really messed up. Okay, yeah, so I mean, even mine, which I yeah, only listen on Spotify, even I think mine's a little messed yeah, up. Yeah, like, my algorithm is just, this is not a representation of what I listened to. Like, I did so, not listen to that song that who much. Who do you think is then your top artist, since you did start Spotify really late? Like, as of now? Yeah, like, like who do you like yeah. top artists? Teenage Dads. They're, like, this, like, the band I went to see in Australia, like, I, like, got obsessed with them while I was in Australia, and, like, I went to, like, two other concerts, and I listened to them, like, a lot. Yeah, they're, like, definitely my top artist of the year, I'd say. I see. But, yeah, I don't know. They're, like, a really small band, so I don't know if that plays into account. Like, I don't know. So what about you, Santiago? I know you're very wary about showing off your um, your stats. Okay. You gotta do it. No, I'll I'll I'll, I'll share, get to share it. Share the stats. Okay, my top artists are Ricky Martin. Yes. Uh, Pitbull, oh Shakira, Maluma, and Bruno Mars. It's really like the the Hispanic like party starter pack. Like. Practically. <laughs> and I guess my top song would be Finesse. And the minutes I've listened to it is 17,944. So a little bit less than all three of you, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. I only got 6,909, oh. so you're way way more than I did. That's about it. What was your yeah. top genre? Um, pop. I, I could have. <laughs> hey. Uh, Wait, what's your favorite Ricky Martin song? I don't remember. Fake. There's a bunch. No, okay. Fake. Oh my god. Hold on. Let me look it up right now. Well, the one I like, I have on like one of my summer playlists. It's Vente Pa Ca. That's the oh my one. god. Yeah, that's I one love of the that ones. Song. I really like La Mordidita as well. It's like anyway. Yeah. We're we're, we're let's not dive into Ricky oh, Martin. Live in La Vida Loca. No. I'm oh kidding. my god. I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. I'd probably go for La Mordidita. Yeah, that's such a good song. He was gonna. He came to Costa Rica like the day I was leaving for college. He came with Maluma, and I was like, ah, I really want to go see you, but I can't. Yeah, anyway, so do you have, like, any music that you discovered this year that deserves a shout-out? That, like, there's, like, a lot of good music, I feel. Um, I don't know, at least I know I have a few. Well, yeah. oh, you, oh, you I was going to say Little, Little Junior. Junior. Yeah, yes! say the same thing. We stand Little Junior. Um, so, yeah, me, Melissa, and Erica went to a concert recently. We went and saw Born Ruffians, which is one of my favorite bands since, like, high school. And they've been touring around, so the three of us went and saw them. And then out of nowhere, Little Junior, who opened for them, just came out and stole our hearts. Amazing. Band. And they're really, really good. good. I've been listening to them a lot lately. Yeah. They and love Carly Rae Jepsen, which we also stand. Yeah. <laughs> I love their cover of I Really, I really Like, like you. you. Yeah. But, so yeah, Little Junior. And then, speaking of, we saw Born Ruffians with them. I've known about Born Ruffians, like, for five ever, but I hadn't listened to their new album that they, because they hadn't come out with a new album also in, like, four years or something like that. And I hadn't listened to it really, but then after I saw them in concert, I've been listening to that recently, and that's been a good discovery and rekindled my love. An artist that I recently, like, I found them out in Thanksgiving break, and i just been, like, really enjoying the, um, her album. It's, um, her name is Teddy Granger. I think that's how you pronounce her name. And she has an album called Lily Ann, and Thanksgiving was just that album on repeat. It's really good. <laughs> Recommend. Oh. Any other recommends out there? Yeah, I just, yeah, I Teenage Dads, they're really, really good. They're, like, psych, rock, pop, sound. They're, like, kind of give me, like, Born, or I, I don't know, I listen to them a lot when I listen to the Born Ruffians. Like, I have, like, a little playlist, mm-hmm. and they're, like, really, really good, like, um, Australian band, and it, they're just, like, really awesome vibes, and, I don't know, support local artists, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I also really, really um, listen to, I started getting more into, like, I guess, more rap, question mark, this year. There's lots of cool art being produced. Um, Rich Brian's really good, and he has, like, this collective with a bunch of other, like, Asian R&B rappers that's called 88 Rising, and they have, like, a bunch of good music. Oh, I've heard of them. I think they mention it on Hot Ones or something like that, Yeah, so, like, yeah, because Rich Brian and Joji are both in the collective, and they are, like, really, they have this show, like, um, something mansion with I seen an episode I first think. we feast yeah. yeah so they have like the show where they just like cooks random stuff 
but they're yes yeah, so they're like really really cool there's this other girl like nikki i think her name is um she also has like really good music and they're all like i don't know i just uh, appreciate like the diversity that they bring and they're all like really really good artists and all like completely self-made so we really yeah should listen to them what about you santiago any new artists you've been <laughs> into i'm really, not that adventurous really i'm practically a basic vintage his name's ricky martin <laughs> i'm pretty much a basic of, hispanic like... guy right yeah i'd say it's pretty basic hispanic i, I listen to that music though it's fun yeah. to listen to but yeah so well now that we've kind of gone through music um i know reagan kind of talked about sufjan stevens who did a lot of music for movies this year in yeah. well at least movies that were released this year yeah, actually, um, two of my top artists are because of movies, I feel like. Yeah. Because Sufjan did music for Call Me By Your Name, which is a 2017 movie, but it got its wide release in 2018. I think it became really popularized in 2018. Mm-hmm. And he did some songs for that, and then that just, like, brought me back into, like, all of the other music by Sufjan. And I also, I had only ever listened to Sufjan's Carrie and Lowell album before 2018, but then come t- 2018, I, like... I started listening to, like, Illinois and other stuff. And uh, another movie that is connected to one of my Spotify stats that I watched that did not come out in 2018, came out, I don't even remember when it came out, like, 1999. <laughs> but I watched Vintage. it I watched it in 2018, and it became one of my instant favorites, was Magnolia. And that's why I listened to so much Amy Mann, because she did songs for Magnolia. And basically anything by Paul Thomas Anderson... Just became my obsession in 2018. I love Boogie Nights. I loved Inherent Vice. You know, all that good stuff. Definitely recommend anything by Paul Thomas Anderson. Yeah, so what were you guys' like, um, best movie that came out in 2018? That specifically came out in 2018. Okay, so I think it's a tie, and they're both animated movies. It's a tie between, for me, Isle of Dogs Ooh. and Paddington Bear 2. <laughs> Paddington Bear is like live action meets Paddington meets. Bear. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So here's the thing. <laughs> I I grew up with Paddington Bear. I really love Paddington Bear, and also the movies are really good. Like Rotten Tomato, name it their 2018 movie of the year, Paddington Bear Two. Really? And I stand like it's Full such statement. a great movie. That's like a- you cry, you laugh. It like Paddington. Paddington. Oh my Paddington. god. I, I never watched that movie. I think I saw the trailer and I then I just saw it. didn't yeah. watch it. I didn't see any. I recommend it. I usually watch it with my little sister, who's, like, three. But I recommend just watching it by itself, too, you know? Just watching it yourself. Oh, my God, it's so great. Damn. I recommend the Paddington Bear series. Just saying. I didn't watch Paddington, but I watched Isle of Dogs. I watched it on the plane. I think Isle of Dogs is I, like, was crying on the plane. It was so good. Good movie. Really good movie. Great cast. Great. Wes Anderson did it again. Love my boy, Wes Anderson. Yeah. Who was your everyone's favorite dog? Uh, Jeff, well, the one that yeah, Jeff Goldblum did. <laughs> did you hear the rumor? Yeah. <laughs> I, was like, I just, like, relate too much as so well. I was like, oh. Uh, he loves to spill some tea. He's so good. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was definitely one of my top, that 2018. I was kind of, I don't know, like, I was really impressed by a lot of 2017 movies, and then 2018 yeah. came along, and I was kind of, like, looking at the list of all the movies I'd seen, and I felt kind of lackluster. Yeah. There's but, a couple that I haven't had the chance to see, so I ha- didn't yeah. add them because I, like, wanted to see them, but I just haven't had the chance to. But I saw Beautiful Boy, which was really good. Um, I saw Sorry to Bother You, which was weird, and I saw it, like, six months ago, and I still haven't decided whether I... It was crazy. I, like, it's one of those movies, like... There's this, it's just crazy, and you just, it's something you will never... It's, it's not one of those movies. It's a movie. I've never seen a movie like it. It's just weird, it's and insane. you will never guess what happens, and that's, like, the weirdest part. It's, like, I literally can't even explain, like, it just... <laughs> and I can't decide. I, I'm, i like, either obsessed with it, or I don't like it. But I feel like I'm obsessed with it. Like, it's just so weird. Like it When was, it started out, I just hated it, but then, like, it's a good after movie. that one part, it's just I was so just, weird. like... It, like do I hate it or do I like it? It makes your brain go crazy. And uh, some other good movies that I really... I liked Bohemian Rhapsody a lot. Ugh, yes. We literally dedicated an entire yeah. podcast episode because of that movie. Also, another 2018 movie. I really enjoyed Mamma Mia 2. I just loved Mama it. Mamma Mia 2 was cute. I, like, it was... I don't like Mamma Mia 1. Whoa! Yeah. I think Mamma Mia 2 is Whoa. 20 times better than the first Whoa. one. Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> I am triggered. 
I think no. <laughs> I think it's so much better. I will not accept this slander. Um, no. I mean, I don't. I that was a strong statement. I said I didn't like Mamma Mia one. I like Mamma Mia one. However, compared to Mamma Mia two, no, it doesn't compare. I. Pfft, pfft. No, I'm sorry. I'm gonna have to disagree on you with Mommy that one. Mommy One is like, ugh, it's such like. I haven't seen Mama like, Mia. Like the pacing two. is weird. The choreography is not nearly as good as Mama Mia Two. The <laughs> Erica's. Mama Mia wasn't that bad of a movie. Mama Mia is a good movie. I'm not saying it's bad. That was a strong statement that I said earlier, and I take it back. I do like Mama mm-hmm. Mia. Well, I can't unhear it. I am. But I, I s- think the second one's better. Nah, I'm sorry. The first one is the classic. I'm gonna. I think the second one's. Better. I'm just gonna disregard your opinion. Anyway, um, anyway um, <laughs> moving back um, to best movies, like Reagan, I agree with you in the sense that there there was like definitely way more movies that I watched and I was excited about last year than this year. I watched a lot of like the films that were nominated for best film in 2017, and they were where, all bangers. Like, yeah, they were all, they were so all good. really good. Whereas this year, I don't feel like that many of them. I was like inclined to go watch. However, I'm a big sucker for, like, just in general, like, action films, and I feel like there were quite a lot of those that were really good. Um, well, Avengers, Marvel in general, just, like, yeah, beautiful, beautiful year. thing. Black Panther was amazing. Oh. Loved that movie. I just, oh, it was so good. Like, I went to watch it, like, twice, I think. I went with someone by, once by myself and just absorbed <laughs> all of the energy, and it was so good. And then, of course, Avengers Infinity War. Oh, also just Kill amazing me. trailer for Avengers Endgame just got released this week I your girl is ready for oh it was, it was just really really good in that sense and I feel it's like this the movies like the arc that's coming out like with the end of like the Avengers and now coming out with like Captain Marvel and like all the new the new arc that is gonna stem out of like the end of like the original like original uh, Avengers that it, it was it's just like a good ending because I was scared because Avengers Age of Ultron I hated it I thought it was really bad and Infinity War just like delivered it gave me everything I wanted it gave me things I didn't know I wanted like it was just yeah, so they did good. A good job because they had so many characters to juggle and like that's a feat like they they did it so well they like juggled so many characters like so perfectly and, like, I never felt at any point, like, you know, movies where they, like, switch One was back. underrepresented. Yeah, like, they yeah. switch back between different scenes and different groups of people. And I'm always like, oh, I just really want to be back with them again. No. Yeah, I was no. always, like, invested with whoever they were showing me when they were showing them to it, me. It was, it was amazing. It was perfect. Like, Have you guys seen, um... Uh, Fantastic Beasts, the second oh, one. I it was it. trash. It was, it, like, you just reminded me with, like, underdeveloping characters. That movie, that movie I feel like, was terrible. very underdeveloped Which is and sad, because I really liked the first one, and I was excited for the second one. I had kind of forgotten about it, but then I heard it came out, and I was like, ooh, maybe I'll go see that. And then I heard it was bad, and I'm like, eh. It was yeah, super I underdeveloped. Per- yeah, it was very underwhelming. It, like, I'm, I'm definitely still going to go and watch all the other ones, but, like, just because it's Harry Potter yeah. universe, and, like, you, like, they honestly can release anything and it's still go and, and watch, yeah, it. I'll go watch but it. But it was like it was very underwhelming. Like I, since none of you, like since both of you guys haven't seen it, I don't want to like spoil anything. But it was just very underwhelming. Very. Sad. Yeah, and just it, it was disappointing to say the least. But two movies that I saw in twenty eighteen that I didn't, that didn't come out, but I really enjoyed. I watched The Big Short on my way to Australia, which was like one of those movies that was like nominated for like I think it was in twenty fourteen that it came out. It was like nominated for Oscars and like everyone was talking about it and just never watched it. And like I watched it and I was like, oh wow, no wonder this movie was like so popular back then because it's like really well done. And I think now the same producers that made the Big Short are making the movie about um, Dick Cheney, that's coming out in like next year, which looks really good. So now that that's a movie I'm excited to go see. So I'll definitely go check that out. And because I was on like because Avengers: Infinity War and Black Panther came out, like I went on like a little bit of a memory lanes on like my favorite like terrible like sci-fi action movies so i watched like pacific rim again i love that movie so much i watched tron the uh, you've never watched tron i actually don't like it that much it's so good tron Tron is the one where the guy's father is stuck yeah and stuck in the video game like what's cool about that movie is just like the visuals and like daft punk did the entire soundtrack for the film so like and everything is like in like computer like black and like these like blue like lights things so like the soundtrack kind of goes with like the action sequence like the movie itself isn't that great but just i'm a sucker for a good like fight sequence or like chase scene and that has a lot of good good ones 
my roommate in Australia, he was also really into, like, all this type of movies, so we watched a lot of these, like, action movies that aren't aren't known for, like, their well-developed plot and characters. Yeah, I've, yeah, I've never been, like, a big action movie person, but then over the summer when Mission Impossible Fallout came out, like, me and my whole family, like, I think my entire family went to the movie theater and saw it, and, like, I was like, wow, like, that was actually, like, really fun, like, I'm not, you know, it's, like, not, like, it's, the best thing I've yeah. ever seen, but it was really fun, and so then me and my dad went home and, Every night we would watch one of the Mission Impossible movies for a week, and like obviously some of them aren't that good, but some of them I was like, this is like exciting yeah. and fun, like just like fun to hang out with your dad. They're just watch like a movie. They're good at like for bonding, cause like you finish watching them, and then all the talk about them with people's like, oh my god, you see that scene where there's like, and they're like, yeah. and you're like, oh, and the, it was just yeah, yeah, it like opened up a new world for me. Like I just yeah. never watched movies like that, like action movies, and I'm like, wow, this is actually like a really fun time. Yeah, I'm really bad at watching movies, so like action movies just keep me engaged because they're always just like so much going on, and like fight sequences are always just really cool and stuff. So yeah, I, it was a good year for that type of movie. I feel, and like Black Panther and Infinity War definitely delivered on that end. But what about you, Santi? What were your your top well, I was gonna of say I was going to say Avengers. I'm sorry to bother, but you sorry. guys mentioned yeah. that. <laughs> so I just looked it up, and one of them was Bohemian. Oh yeah, Bohemian Rhapsody was definitely the, top. Up that there. one was like all of our favorites, I guess. And then another one would be Ready Player One. I don't know if I, I, any of you know. I it. didn't watch that one. I never was saw it good? It. it was pretty good. I liked it. I'm not sure if you guys would like it. Is it like if you had to? Oh, it wouldn't like, be my top choice in movies. Yeah. But I heard it was, like, okay. It was okay. It wasn't amazing. I mean, it wasn't bad. Book? I kind of liked it. No, I never read the I book. I actually read the book. Mm. Um, but I haven't seen the movie, so I can't really tell you how I compared. I've never yeah. read the book. I have the book, but then... I don't, I don't remember. Like, I brought two books with me, like, on, like, a trip once, and then I was reading the other one, and my dad, like, didn't have a book to read, so I gave him Ready Player One. And, and then like it. it takes him, like, three years to read a book, so he's had it ever since. And he finally did finish it and liked it a lot, but that's why I just never read it. Because <laughs> <laughs> your, your dad just hogged it for you. Yeah. I also want to mention, before, like, we move from movies, um, Eighth Grade came out this oh, year. I oh, wanted to I mention, haven't seen Eighth Grade. I meant to write that down. I liked Eighth Grade a lot. Yeah, that's in my top. Please I haven't explain seen what it. is that about. It's the Bo Burnham movie. Yeah, Eighth Grade was really good. Oh. I really want to watch that one. Yeah, that's a good one. I'm glad you mentioned that. I just that. feel like I haven't had, like, there's... Lot, the movies I wanted to watch were, like, all either the time frame when I could watch them. I, I just... There was, like, finals or something, and mm-hmm. then they were out of theaters. Or, like, eighth grade, I think, was only released in the U.S., right? I don't know. Was it? I don't I know. I have no idea. Because I think well, when eighth grade came out, I wasn't It here, wasn't so. all theaters. It was, like, very it was specific. Yeah, it was very specific. Release. Same with, like, Beautiful Boy. Like, yeah, it was, it was like, a very, very limited And it was a release. very small, unlimited release, yeah. Yeah, so. But, yeah, so do you guys <laughs> get obsessed with, like, any actors or actresses this year? Even though it was a kind of okay year for cinema? Well, I... know I... who Reagan <laughs> is in love with. <laughs> well, I love Timothy Chalamet. Shocker. I think I've men- mentioned this. Yeah, he's come up before. in this He comes this up all the time because, you know, I'm all obsessed. And, yeah, I mean, I've loved him from the start. And it's actually funny. There's, like, so many connections to Timothy Chalamet. Like, in my music, my top song was Sister Golden Hair because a great movie that Timothy Chalamet is in. It's actually not that great of a movie. But is that the one where Ms. he's, Stevens, like, yeah. oh, no, no, no. Anything with Timothy Chalamet. But Miss Stevens, honestly, I watched that in 2018, and it came out a while ago. It's honestly, it's on Netflix. It's, like, not the best movie you'll ever see, but it made me cry. It's a good it's a good movie, and uh, that song is, like, very... It's just played a lot in that movie, but it's a really good... Like, Timothy Chalamet, if anything, like, he does an amazing job in the movie, and he, like, delivers, like, this Death of a Salesman monologue at the very end, and it's so amazing, and I love Death of a Salesman. Just, like, it's one of my favorite plays, and so it's just an all-around great movie. But, yeah, Tim Chalamet, because it's Call Me By Your Name, Lady Bird... Beautiful boy. Oh, I also Did you saw... watch that one where he's, like, a drug... Hot Summer Nights, yeah. yeah. Hot Summer Nights was okay. Um, that was another movie. That was a 2018 movie, I guess. I yeah. mean, it came out... It's been made for years, but it got its, like, limited release in theaters, but I, I didn't watch it in theaters because it wasn't playing anywhere near me. It was okay. The pacing was kind of weird. Yeah, that's what I heard. It wasn't that, like... I was excited for it. It looked good. Like, the trailer looked really good. Yeah, but, the amount of movies that have been, like, the trailer looked great, and then you're like, oh, this is... But, 
Yeah. I don't know. Again, Tim did a really good job. I mean, he's just an amazing actor. Yeah. I just love him so much. One oh. of the yeah. actors, <laughs> one of the actors I was really, uh, I really liked this year um, was Lakeith Stanfield. He's the main guy from Sorry to Bother You. This kind of segues into like our next topic: TV shows. I have you guys watched Atlanta? Oh, it's Donald Glover's show. I watched a few episodes. My brothers keep trying to get me to watch it. It's so good. I'm, like, obsessed with that show. Like, one of my roommate in Australia, he was the one that showed me it, and he got me really into it. And one of the reasons why I wanted to watch Sorry to Bother You is because, like, he Stanfield is in it, and he plays this, like, really funny character where he's just, like, always just... So, like, if you don't know what Atlanta's about, Atlanta's um about, like, this up-and-coming rapper in Atlanta and, like, Donald Glover... Or Childish Gambino, you might know him by that name, plays his cousin and is trying to be his manager to like help him make it in the rap game in Atlanta. And like, that's like a, that's like the general, but that's not really what the show is about. Like, it touches on a bunch of different themes and stuff. And the show is really, really good and it's really funny, but it's like a dark comedy in that sense. Like, it's really trippy sometimes and there's like all these jokes that you have to, like, really pay attention to or, like, you're going to go over your head and, like, there's just, like, lots of random stuff that happens and you're, there's no real explanation to it and you're just left kind of like, what? So, yeah, I, like, I love that show. Um, but I feel like TV was, like, really good this year. At least, like, Netflix, I feel, dropped a lot of good stuff in that sense. One of the shows I was obsessed with this year was On My Block. I've tried to get them to watch it, but no one has taken me up on the offer. Melissa tried, and she didn't like it. I'm sorry. I mean, it's just, I feel like in the past I would have liked it, but, like, I don't know. I don't, it was, it's just really, like, it just tells the story of, like, this group of friends in um, low-income neighborhood in L.A., and it sounds like, that sounds kind of sad, like, the plot, but it, it's actually really funny. Yeah, it's And really funny. it's, like, just, um, just the shenanigans that ensue. And I don't know, I thought it was, like, really well-written, and, like, the soundtrack's really good. I also got really into, like, documentary series this year. I watched Evil Genius, which I oh, think... That, we, I saw that, too. I totally forgot to write that down. Yeah, yes. it was so good. Um, I really liked that. I've also just been watching a lot of, like, international, like, Spanish shows specifically. I don't know if you guys watched Money Heist or Casa de Papel. That one was really, really nope. good. It's, like... Just, yeah, definitely recommend. I feel like all of you guys would like it. You should watch it. It's really, really good. It's like, it, the, it's been out for a while, I think, like, for a year or two, but the season that just came out was, like, the season that kind of made it, like, everyone started watching it again. So, yeah. And then, I don't know, do you guys watch Narcos? No? no. I have not yeah. seen it, but it's on my list to yeah, watch. Yeah, season four came out, like, this past two weeks, and I just finished it, and it was really good i was kind of worried of how it was going to turn out because it's like went from the colombian cartel to mexico and there was actually like questions of whether it was gonna um come out or not because when they were scouting for locations one of the scouts was killed um by one of the cartels so like because it's like very recent like it's in the 80s and like the drug war in mexico is still going on today so like but it's actually like really well done yeah, so, I don't know. Those were, like, my top shows for the year. What about you guys? I really enjoyed this show called... I just watched it, like, last week, and it's a Netflix show called The Haunting of Hill House. Oh, uh, yeah, I've heard about that Oh, one. it's so, so, so good. Like, and I'm usually not into, like, horror stuff, and, like, I don't like being scared, and I don't know. <laughs> but I watched it with my roommate, so it wasn't that scary, because, you know, you have someone to, like, you're not just, like, alone in a dark room, like, by yourself. Yeah. And, and you have Wally. <laughs> yeah, I had the little, little cat, except... Oh, Wally wobbles. A cat <laughs> Wally, like, he kind of clumsy, and <laughs> he kept making weird noises, and, like, it was so scary, but... It's, like, an awesome show. Like, it's one of those shows that, like, it goes on two timelines. Like, it's about a family, so it talks about the family, like, when they were kids, and it talks about them in present day. And so it's one of those shows where it kind of, like, it go does both timelines kind of at once, and they each kind of, like, weave into each other, and you, like, you slowly get answers, like, as you go along kind of thing. Yeah. And... And it's more of, like, a psychological horror. Like, there's probably only, like, one or two jump scares in the whole show. And it's just, like, a creepy ambiance. But, like, as a whole, like, it, it messes with your brain 
the characters are kind of like some of the characters are like kind of going crazy like psychologically as well as the fact that they like have this haunted house to deal with and so it's like a really well done type of horror like it's not cheap shots it like really like messes with your brain and like yeah I couldn't stop thinking about it and it's it's really good the directing is so good there's like one episode where I'm pretty sure it's like only like four like four takes total in like the whole episode or something like that. Like like it's like a continuous. It's shot. like a bunch of long shots and like every time it switches from like present day to the past, it switches. But every time it's always like a long shot mm. and there's like people running. Like it's so good. Like ten out of ten recommend. I already want to watch it. It's you like I want. I don't want to watch it alone. I'll watch it with I'm you. I'm so bad at watching. I'll shit watch it by with myself. you. It's so good. Dude, I'm really bad at watching. Like, remember yeah, Hereditary? That I, was scary. Oh, that's a good movie that came out in 2018. Kind. Of. Yeah. Yeah. That was scary. And then just quickly, another two shows that I've been enjoying in 2018. The Good Place, which I even I didn't even start till this year, so I've watched all of the seasons this year. And I oh, love that show. The Good Place, I started watching it again this year. So I mean, started watching it this year. It's so funny. Very good. I love it's all so the characters. Because sometimes you watch a show, like, like, a, like a, I don't know, and you, you like it as the show itself, but you kind of hate all the characters. You're like, no, oh, everyone kind of sucks. The but so The Good Place, everyone is amazing. Yeah, it's and really well done. And then my last show that I want to mention is This Is Us. The third season <laughs> came out this year. So good. I can't <laughs> wait. The mid-season finale was tear great. Jerker. Oh, this Is Us is one of my favorite shows ever. So good. Did you end up watching um, Elite or Elite? Yeah, I did. I finished did you, it all. Did you, did you like it? Um, it was it's a it weird was, show. It was good. I think, I can't remember what part I thought was over-dramatized. Dra- dr- like the entire show. Okay, yeah, I guess the entire show was over dramatized, but I think it was pretty good. It was good. It was right? good. Yeah. It was good. I like that one. I like binged that like in a week. Same what about you, Melissa. Okay, so like seasons that came out. Um, what's it called? American Vandal season uh, two. Oh, came I've out. been meaning to watch American Vandal, and I always forget. <laughs> like it's one of those shows that I just always forget about. I really enjoyed that. I also really enjoyed like. Season two of Queer Eye. Yes. yes. Always a good one. Literally, oh, first episode of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> also, so this didn't come out in 2018, but I really enjoyed it. And I did watch it like in January, like the very beginning oh, of this year. And it's the end of the effing world. Oh, that's oh, a great show. I haven't show. finished that you, show. You should watch. I watched up to like oh. season, uh, season, episode like four or something. Like, I know the episode where they steal that guy's wallet at the diner after he oh, okay. yeah it's the kind of show that you like have to watch all in one sitting it's like a yeah. giant long movie yeah. it is i really enjoy it i like the storyline it's my type of humor too and the characters are great and it's just i really hated the girl she like annoys me so much you see i don't know like she's just so ridiculously like her character is yeah. so big that I, I can't really like at least me personally i can't really hate her on her because like yeah you really it's like you do you like, <laughs> exactly yeah. like you do you girl you have a messed up life so it's so weird because I I that show it seemed everyone's like talked about it a lot and I missed the craze of like everyone watching it is, and then, is it only one season yeah. yeah and it got like recommended to me again and then I tried watching it but then I already when shows this, this sounds so like oh I don't watch it everyone else oh oh the, I understand, the main though. actor was in um Black Mirror he yeah, was yeah he, yeah, yeah. It's just like I have a hard time. I hate going in watching something with expectations. It's like overhyped. And then, I understand. and then this show, everyone was telling me I was so good, and then I started watching it, and I was just like, I don't like. Oh wait, some so of you characters. didn't like it? I I didn't. I don't. I don't. I haven't finished it, so I can't say like full on like I. But I just stopped. Well, I didn't engage with me that much to like the point where I like was obsessed with it. Whereas like all these other shows that I mentioned, I just started watching them like out of the blue and I ended up like becoming obsessed with them because I had like yeah. no expectation to what I was getting into. That's like a better way to watch a show where you like organically come to love it. Whereas like yeah. some shows like you start them and you're expecting them to be amazing and like and they're not, they're not going to be amazing in the first episode. Like you're yeah. not going to like have those like amazing awesome twists that everyone's obsessed with in the first episode. Yeah. And so then you go into it like expecting that and it's like you can't have this like organic relationship with it. Yeah, definitely. Another show that didn't come out this year, but I did start watching this year, was The Inbetweeners. Oh, I love The yeah. Inbetweeners. <laughs> it's I such a great I've comedy never seen it. show. I can't believe you guys both need to watch The Inbetweeners. It's gotten rec- yeah. It's one of, again one of the shows that keeps getting recommended to me, and I just like 
Is it British? Yeah, it's British. That's honestly probably one of my favorite shows ever. We're talking about foreign films. Regan's favorite, um, What We Do in the Shadows. Oh, yeah, that's a good, because that's, I became into Taika Waititi this year. And yeah. I, like, came back from New Zealand, and I was like, wow, got to, like, <laughs> dive in. Like, but, yeah, like, he has a... I think we've talked about him in our vampire episode, but, yeah, a lot of good movies from him yeah. that I watched in 2018. There's been, like, a lot of really good foreign films and shows. I feel like this year in general, just, like, there was a lot of production um, in terms of, like, lots of diversity in terms of the stories that were being told and, like, mm-hmm. representation. And, like, not to be like, oh, my God, yeah, representation matters. But it was just really cool, like, and refreshing seeing... All, even, like, to all the boys I loved before, like, we talked about that in our second episode. Like, there was just a lot of really cool stories being told in this year. And just really good shows being made, I think. On my block got renewed for a season two, so I'm <laughs> excited for that. <laughs> but, yeah. But did you guys read, like, anything? I know, like, reading. I'm at least, like, really bad at reading sometimes, like, in the, during the year. But I actually got a lot of reading done this year. Did you guys I'm read not the any, best at reading. any I, good books? I didn't read, like, a lot this year, but one book that I did read over the summer, I read Cat's Cradle, which I read because one of my favorite Born Ruffian songs is called Kurt Vonnegut, and it, like, quotes, it has, like, quotes from Cat's Cradle in it, and I was like, this is, like, one of my favorite songs ever. I feel like I should read the book that, like, it's referring to, and so I read it over the summer, and I wasn't really expecting anything from it, I was actually kind of expecting it to be kind of, like, boring. I don't know why. For some reason, I was just, like, it was, like, this old, kind of older book. And it was amazing. Like, I was, like, so enthralled. Like, it was just, like, it makes you think. And it had, like, a really, like, interesting point of view. And I just really loved it. And I recommend it to anyone that wants a good book. Wait, what's it about? It's weird. It's about this, like, it kind of, like, follows this, like, these, like, group of, like, three siblings that are kind of, like, they're, like, the child of this guy that, like, he's a fictional character, but, like, he helped, like, invent, like, the atomic bomb, and, like, and then there's, like, this journalist that's, like, writing about him, and it kind of just, like, chronicles, like, their little, like, adventure. They, like, go to this weird island, and, and it's very, like, absurdist, so there's not, like, a clear plot to really follow. There's weird, like, post-apocalyptic stuff happens. There's, like, kind of, like, a sci-fi aspect to it, and... uh, it's hard to describe. It's very, it's very absurdist, and it kind of goes in all sorts of directions. And uh, there's like a lot of commentary on like religion, and there's a lot of commentary on like scientific advancement and like versus like human thought and scientific thought. And it's I don't know. It's a good book though. Makes you think. Wow, it's so <laughs> it really deep. makes you think. How about you, Melissa? Did you read anything good this year? Um. So, I don't think I read that much. The only book I read was required for my class. And I'm trying <laughs> to remember that. the name. I know it's, like, something with justice. Because I'm a criminology major. And so we had to read, like, this justice book. And it was really, it was pretty good. I wish I could look up the name. Someone else go while I look up the name. Okay. Um, Tandy, did you read anything this semester? Or, I mean, this um, year? Um, I mean, not this semester, but re- I remember last semester I had to read The Picture of Dorian Gray. Oh, uh, I love that book. That's, that's really one of my favorite book. books. And by the same author... Oscar Wilde. Yeah, Oscar Wilde. I didn't read it this year, but I remember um, I liked The Importance of Being Earnest. Oh, I actually bought that book, I think, um, for an, at the book sale this year. It's, it's really on good. my to-read to list. I love Oscar Wilde. I really like his short stories as well. Like, really, really good. I actually, I have gotten to read at work. I don't, I can't do, use my phone or anything, so I read a lot. So I've actually gotten to read a couple of books. But definitely my favorite book this year was um, The People in the Trees by Hanya Yanagahiro. I read her book, A Little Life, like, in 2016, and I loved it. It, like, brought me to tears multiple times, and I was just like, wow, this author is amazing. And I looked up to see if she had any new books, and turns out she only has one other book, and it was this book. And the book is really, like, interesting because it's so different from A Little Life. And so the the main story is this man, like, he kind of discovers the civilization in an island that's been, like, uncolonized. So it's just, like, living still in, like, hunter-gathering and still very, like, pre-colonial, like, un- untouched by, like, the modern world. 
Um, and he discovers that they have this, like, ritual where they eat turtle, and when they eat this turtle, they stop aging. So the book kind of touches on, like, it's his, he's basically writing about his entire life, and, like, regarding, and, like, obviously this, this, the discovering of this island is, like, the main theme because of the fact that, like, it changes life. But the very beginning of the book, they reveal something about him that, like, kind of, you, like, go into the book questioning some stuff. And then throughout the book, his friends said, like, I want to give him the chance to tell his story because he's being accused of something. And then the entire book is just his biography explaining, like, his life. And then you're left and, like, you end the book and you're kind of left with, like, oh, okay, like, maybe, well, maybe what I thought about this is wrong. And then at the end, it, it just, like, it just really, like, makes you question yourself. It, it really, like, questions how you perceive a book and how even though you're presented with, like, something at the very beginning, how you can still disregard that throughout reading of the book and how a person telling you their story really influences how you perceive certain people and stuff in the book. And it, like, really messes with my... messed up with my head. And she's just, like, a really good author overall. I think she, like, is really... Even though her books are really sad, she's really good at writing it in a way that doesn't, like... doesn't make it seem too sad. I don't know how to explain it. Um, and it. It yeah, it's it's really good. And then another book I literally just finished it today was um, the story, the true story of a part time Indian or something. Oh, I started that book, but I never finished it. It's so good. It's like if I had to compare it to a book, I'd say like Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Like it's that type of style of writing. But it's but it's because deep, it's though. yeah because it's about like a Native American kid and he's like writing about his experience. He like decides to switch to an all like to. A, predominantly white school outside of his reservation so it's like the same like narration of like a kid that's like 13 or 14 years old and he like likes to draw and is telling but then instead of his struggles being like oh I like a girl and I'm ugly it's like oh I like a girl and she doesn't like me because of the fact that of like her father's racism towards Native Americans and blah blah blah, blah. and it's like it's really light-hearted and funny but it touches on so many themes that are very very important and I, I loved it I, th- I thought it was such a good book and I like it's been nominated for like pull like no, national I'm book sure awards it won and a stuff. Bunch of awards. Yeah, yeah, and it's, it's just it's just really good. I want to read that. Yeah, I it's really good. I like read it in like two shifts at work. Like it's it's very easy read. I'm gonna try to read a lot over winter break because yeah. it's hard to read during school. Like, yeah, because you have to worry about I, all the other stuff. I have so much yeah. other work to do, and, and I have like, readings for class. Yeah, exactly. As well, so. And like when I want to take a break, I like want to watch a movie or a show because I can just like let my mind kind of turn off. Yeah. Versus when I read, it's like more active with my brain, and definitely. like anytime I have a spare moment, I just want to turn my brain off so yeah. I don't read as much. Yeah, definitely. Oh, so I just looked it up. Um, it's called Just Mercy, and it's a pretty good book. But yes, carry on to the next <laughs> time. It was like not really worth discussing, but I mean, it is really important. But like, you know, it's, yeah, yeah, another time. Yeah. So we talked about movies, books, but let's also talk about the sad times. Let's talk about the famous people who had died this year. Give them um, some recognition. Yeah. So the first two, like, political ones, John McCain and George H. Bush died this year, which were both two, like, memorable political figures that, despite their political beliefs, always made an effort to work across the aisle and really were, like... <laughs> <laughs> they were just, like... Okay, like, I, even though I didn't agree with, like, all of their policies and stuff, they were still very um, middle They ground. were better... Yeah, they're definitely better than many of the like. Yeah, they were they, better at working together. They were, they were, yeah, they were had like more of like the country's interest in mind instead of just like that of like, yeah, they were they were good, good role models and they were very important names in the political sphere and it's sad to have seen them go, but no, we don't want to get too political here in after practice. Um, so Mac Miller died this year. And I know, I don't, did you guys like, listen to Mac Miller? No, I, I honestly, I wasn't this a... is bad. Like, I literally didn't know who Mac Miller was. Until oh, my died. God. <laughs> yeah, so Mac Miller, he, like, obviously very famous, like, in the rap world. And, like, with the whole, like, Ariana Grande, Pete Davidson thing, like, he got kind of dragged into this. Because, like, they, I think they broke, Ariana Grande and Pete Davidson broke up, like, a week after Mac Miller's yeah, death. Yeah, people were kind of saying that he was probably, like, a rebound. And then once yeah, Mac Miller like, died, it was, like... Yeah, there was just, like, a lot of, um, and then with the Thank You Next video, like, she, like, talks about Mac Miller a little bit and stuff, 
So oh, that's so sad. Yeah, yeah, like, it yeah sad. it's it's rough. Aretha Franklin died though. That one I was that's a, that's a sad. That one. one's a sad. I was pretty sad about. But and speaking of Ariana Grande, she was like performed at her funeral and stuff as well. Let's okay, see I just looked else. up like who died in 2018, and this one's like kind of sad. And I don't know if you guys ever watched the show Pawn Stars. Oh yes. my god, I did. I love Pawn Stars. This like actually... I would watch it all the time. Yeah, me too. Like, is, is he? Is he like? Uh, I don't know. Rick looks fake to me. Oh. Richard Harrison, like the dad, like the grandpa. Oh my god! Oh my god! Isn't that, that so one. sad? I thought it was the other like really big fan. Oh yeah, here he is. Richard Hat one. Oh. Oh that guy. Yeah, that's really sad for me. He's like. The one that... He was, like, one of the funny ones, too. Like, the old yeah. one. Yeah. He was, like, the older one, yeah. Oh, my God. Stephen Hawking died this year. And also Stanley. Stanley. Yeah, Stan- the most recent. Stanley. And then the SpongeBob creator. The creator of SpongeBob, sorry. He, he also died. died. Burt Reynolds died. Yeah. I mean, I feel kind of bad. Like, I... Oh, Anthony Bourdain, of course. Really? He died this year. Oh, yeah, he... Can- Ooh. Oh, yeah. We had, like, this was... I feel like this year was a big Wait. year in terms of mental health. Lots of the people that died were because of mental health-related issues. What about Kate Spade? What, didn't she die this year? Yeah, she yeah, also, she also, she she also killed herself. So, like, there was lots of, like, suicides going on this year, which I think sparked a lot of conversation. Avicii also... Um, oh, that was sad. Yeah, so, like, there's I, lots of the... There was just a lot of conversation regarding the stigmatization of mental health and although it's it's really it's sad that like lots of people and were like died in like mental health related deaths um i think it also has spurred the conversation at least a little bit Mm -hmm. like there's still leaps and bounds to go but like it just sucks that it always has to be after someone dies that people actually start caring about it yeah yeah have we talked about stanley yet yeah, yeah, we can yeah. talk about Stanley. Aww. I mean, there's not that many people that I really cared about dying. That sounds so messed up. Oh, my but God. Like, but, like, you know, there was, like, no one that I was, like, really torn up or, like, paid much attention to their death. That sounds really messed up. But, I mean, celebrities, sometimes you put them on a pedestal and stuff. and like. I feel like celebrities get even more famous after they die. Yeah. Die. <laughs> after they long pause. Never mind. Die. You're messing with yeah, the microphone. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was moving it a little. Bit. <laughs> it was like dang. Yeah. Dang. Sorry. Anyway, let's 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 well, move on. I'm from... not really sure how to move on from the yeah, point from of a sad death. boy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like um so let's go to some who's happier your favorite alive celebrity this year. <laughs> let's go to some happier moves. Let's yeah, go. Let's just 180. Exactly. Yeah. Who's this year's crush. I can already guess Reagan's. We, we already addressed already this. this exact same conversation. <laughs> and we I can think of Erica's too. Who? Who's Erica's? Wait, no, just kidding. Yeah. I'd say, okay, even though I haven't watched Black Klansman. Oh, I wanted to watch I really want to watch it. And I can't wait to see it. Just to see my little love of my life, Adam Driver. Love you with all my heart. I love that man so much. He's definitely my crush of the year I'll, i not him and sebastian stan my two favorite my two favorite star wars and avengers boys we love them but yeah what about you santi any any hubba hubba? i can't think of anything right now <laughs> you really don't have a single celebrity crush i'm just looking through <laughs> Google, like famous people of 2018 <laughs> trying to figure out but i haven't found any what about you melissa i don't know like there's no one, like, really new that really stood out to me, I guess. Yeah, I feel it's just been, like, a reaffirmation of my Wait, I thought crushes. one of you were the Noah Centineo people. Oh, no. no. Okay, so we... Did you we, not listen to episode two of that? Yeah, <laughs> I guess. I guess we all we, hated it. We started off, like, oh, it's all the boys, and then Noah Centineo like, freaking just... Like, he's cute, but and personality then he, has a lot to be desired. Just because you know how to count to four doesn't <laughs> mean you know how to count to infinity. I but, guess, yeah. like... A newer like actor that I sort of caught my eye. So I watched Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. It was an okay show, you know. There's better shows out there that came out this year, but it was all right. And he showed up out of nowhere, and I honestly, so- the only reason why I finished the show is because of him. Who snuck up and took your Oh, just watch a show. Oh, yeah. the other like, witch. Like Are you guys actor. talking about the other witch? Yeah, the, the British 
The British the lad. British lad. Wait, British wait, wait. Lad. Are we talking about the cousin? Yes. Ah, yes. uh, okay. Uh, Chance Perdome. I think that's how you pronounce his Hero. last name. But Chance boy. He's the only, like, new person. Like, the old crushes stay the same, you know? Yeah, but definitely. He's, like, I guess the only new to the collection. Okay. Yeah, fair enough. Well... 2018 is coming to a close, and it's always close, 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 and um, it's always good to reflect on the year and things that you guys, that we did. Do you guys have anything that you're proud of that you did this year, or any, like, favorite memory or something cool that you did this year? Mm. Well, of course, this podcast. Yeah, yeah I was going to say that. This podcast is a solid choice. Yeah, yeah this has definitely been fun. It was a good thing of 2018. I'm glad we started. Yeah, and yeah. here's for more years to come. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. At least, one more, at least one more season. And what are you guys looking forward to next year? More of these episodes? Definitely. <laughs> just no, not just episodes, like... but like anything. For um, example, I'm really looking forward to seeing Ira Glass and maybe even get to ask him some questions, question mark on that. Ooh, that sounds fun. But I'm very looking forward to that, and that's, yeah. like, more closer in January, but yeah. Um, what am I excited for? I guess, like, yeah, in, like, the immediate future, like, starting in January, I'm going to do, like, a field school. Like, I'm going to do some, like, archaeological excavating. Aw, like, you're going to be away from us, right? You're Just gonna be. You're like, not going to be away from just us. like three days a week uh for two months Aww. so not really it's not too bad but, that's a lot so i'm really excited for that because i haven't done archaeology in a while and i'm i'm hoping over the summer to do more archaeology and traveling because i i did some really fun traveling in 2018 and uh, i want to do some traveling in 2019 that involves like archaeology so i'm just excited for like field, more field schools and field work in terms of like you know more like personal growth yeah, I, um, well, one of the things, I traveled a lot as well this past year, and I met a lot of cool people, so I'm looking forward to, hopefully next year, um, traveling to see some friends and being able to go visit them, because I think that's, like, the hardest part of meeting cool people. They all end up scattered all over the place. That's so, the worst. Yeah, so not, definitely looking forward to hopefully stay in touch with lots of Cool peeps. And um, Santi? I don't know. Um, I was thinking, and maybe the fencing competitions that we're all going to. Yeah, that's going to yeah. be fun. I'm excited for fencing next semester. Where are you going? I'm going to Colorado. Woohoo! Well, yeah. then, thank you for listening to us. Um, it's been a good 2018. Yeah. And thanks for listening to the podcast and for helping us grow and keep producing content for you guys. Exactly. Um, we'll start season two after next semester so it'll take us a couple of weeks to get it together but january yeah around january you should expect like mid-january we'll be back back in the swing of things back and kicking expect that season not season two part two uh conspiracy Conspiracy. theory yeah yeah we know everyone loves the conspiracy theories yeah so if you have any suggestions of any topics you want us to talk about in season two or or anything you guys um feedback or how much you've enjoyed the show let us know, and um, don't forget to like li- rate the podcast and subscribe wherever it is you listen to. Thank you guys for a great semester and for a great first season of After Practice. We've appreciated the opportunity to create some good content for you guys, and we'll see you guys next year. Happy holidays, and have a great New Year's, everyone. Bye! Bye. Bye.